0: Sense into the West, old-time radio westerns that share the stories of the men and women who claimed the West, the cowboys and ranchers, the gunslingers and gamblers, the lawmen and the lawbreakers. These are the tales of the frontier of the intrepid pioneers who ventured into the West.
1: When you drive your first beef herd down the trail to the shipping station, you're a cowpuncher breathing dust and eating it and sleeping with dust for your pillow. When you come back from the shipping station, you aren't a cowboy anymore, you're a cowman. Of course, there's still dust in your throat, but there's money in your jeans and plenty of places to spend it. When Brazos and I rode back to Silver Bow, we felt like we owned the town. It was four days since we'd been gone, and every man we saw in town seemed like a long-lost brother.
2: Oh, here comes old Sandy Williams and his missus. Hiya, Sandy, you old rooster. Howdy, ma'am. Hiya, Travis.
1: Howdy, folks. You're good to see you again. We just got back to town.
2: What well, do you know about that? I didn't say a word. This old woman stuck her nose up. I never did take the she stuff. They answered you, but looked straight ahead when I said, Howdy. Oh, just deep, seems like. They didn't hear you. Of course they heard me. Friends of mine, too. Oh, well, forget them. Oh, here comes Plenty Moss.
3: Hey, treasures.
2: How's the alfalfa coming, Plenty? We just got back to town. And.
1: Well, I'll be another one of my friends. Something mighty strange in this town. What do I ask Buck Wheeler over here at the feed store? Hi, Buck. Getting some grain for your calves? I said, Buck Wheeler, are you getting some grain?
2: Yeah, I'm talking to me, Larrabee.
1: What do you think I'm talking to, that hitching post?
2: Maybe. Maybe the hitching post won't trick to being seen talking to you. Well, i Listen,
1: be. Buck. You're my neighbor. Your outfit and mine are next to each other without any fences. We got the same things to fight together. So maybe you'll help me now.
2: I wouldn't help you if a bunch of Mojave's came to burn down your outfit, Larrabee. And there ain't no man in this town low enough to help you. Did you forget me, you old hopper grass? Maybe a horse thief like you would help him, yes. If you wasn't the old man, I'd just burn off them whiskers of your buck, Wheeler. Stay out
1: of this a few minutes longer, Brazos. Then maybe we'll start fighting.
2: Sure, sure. Start fighting me, why don't you? I'm an old man, too. Only only I ain't blind. It's only a blind man you have nerve enough to rob. Blind man?
1: There's No blind man in this town. You don't mean Chuckaluck Jones.
2: Who do you think I mean? You know well enough who you robbed. Don't talk to me. I'm going home to put up a fence between our outfits. A fence that'll keep out the smell of the wind.
1: Chuckaluck Jones. So that's what's in the air. Oh, Chuckaluck. He must have told him about it.
2: About what, huh? Well,
1: don't you remember a couple of nights before we put up our trail herd, Chuck and I played a friendly game and I won his last
2: cent. Well, who'd blame you for that? Chuck must have told it around town that you cheated him, a little penny-anteed toad frog.
1: Well, wait till I find him. I'll make him tell the truth.
2: I'll burn off his ears. We've like... got to
1: find him first.
2: Well, maybe he's at the gold bar house.
0: Good idea.
1: We can cool off at the same time.
0: Come along, folks, and listen first, tell. Here's Hawk Larrabee with the tail and tell. Come a tie, yippee, yippee, yippee,
2: Come a tie, yippee, yippee, Hey, Pedro, some service
4: over here.
1: I'll shake you for two smiles, Pedro. Pass the shake box.
4: I got no time to shake. Who pay for these drinks?
2: You mean you aren't shaking with us? Listen here, you jug-headed little squirt. That's answer.
4: Hold it, Brazos.
2: No rough stuff. Step up to the bar and have one on me. I want to know what this is all about. You'll find out. In the meantime, step up, have a smile.
1: Well, Brazos was hogtied. He didn't know how to figure it. While he was trying to make up his mind, I stood alone, staring at myself in the bar mirror. I saw a long, hoarse face with hollow black eyes, a big mouth, the face of a tragic actor playing a part on the stage. I got a funny feeling like I was dreaming. Then I realized I wasn't staring at my own face in the mirror at all, but at a gloomy-looking gent who'd sidled up beside me. He nudged me easy.
5: Greetings to you, my lonely friend. Let's enjoy a libation together.
1: So there's one man in town who'll drink with me.
5: Ah, yes, a friend in need. Edwin Crane, tragedian and legendomanist, joins you. As the bard says, misery loves company. Ed- Two draughts of the nectar of which dreams are made, said Padro.
4: I ask again, Horace, who is paying for this drink?
5: It is I, my good fellow, who pays. Your health, my noble friend.
1: So now you are treating me.
5: For repayment for the many times you have so served me. Care not what these fair-weather friends may think. As for me, sir, me thinks there is something rotten in the state of Denmark.
1: I don't quite follow you, but anyway, thanks.
5: It is nothing, dear friend. I could a tale unfold, but... Uh, <clears throat> may I inquire, sir? When are you taking leave of this miserable sun-baked cloud of earth? This... this sterile promontory of hatred and stupidity. I reckon you mean silver ball. Exactly. I myself was on my way to San Francisco to join the Edmund Everett Grand Shakespearean Troupe when I lost my... Uh, <clears throat> was forced to a temporary sojourn on this unfriendly shore. However, now I will continue my journey, and I was thinking perhaps we might follow the trail beyond the horizon together. I'm not trailing anywhere, Crane. I'm staying on this
1: range.
0: Not on this range, Laramie.
5: Just what do you mean by that bleak top? Chuckaluck Jones here will tell
1: you what I mean, as if you needed telling. I'm waiting to hear what you got to tell,
3: Well, Why tell you when you know every word All I
1: know is you came to my shack four or five nights ago and we had a little game. You admit he came to your shack. Sure, I admit it. And I won his money. He always won before, and now the first time he gets broke, he squawks.
3: I'm squawking about your jumping claim and leaving me in the desert to die. Leaving you where? As if you don't know. All you gents in this cantina listen to me. I was on my way to my digging's when Hawk Larrabee followed me.
2: How'd you notice him when you can't see?
3: It was noon and the sun was blazing, and I can always see pretty good when there's plenty of light.
0: Tell us what happened, Chuck.
3: Hawk asked me for a drink of water, being his canteen was dry. I heard him drinking and the canteen gurgling like he was filling his sombrero to water his horse. I told him it was my last water, and he handed the empty canteen back to me and then jumped to his horse. And your own horse, Chuckaluck. Just what happened to your own horse? I heard it loping after Larrabee. He must have had the reins, but that I couldn't see. I'm just telling you what I know. But you know much more than you're telling Chuckaluck. What more does anyone want to hear? I was left without water in the dry wash of Death Creek... ...where the sun will bake a man's brains out in thirty minutes.
1: A right good yarn, Best I ever heard since I was a kid listening
0: to Jack and the Beanstalk. What's the rest of it? Maybe you don't know the rest of it, Larrabee. So I'll tell it. It was just by the grace of providence... ...that up didn't die before he was found by a stray man... ...riding for the Tumbling Dee. The Tumbling Dee? Doxy's outfit... See how the hand's stacking up? It's beginning to make a pat hand. What difference does it make who found it?
1: There's lots of Doxy's stray stuff drifts down the Death Creek Wash. But it was one of Doxy's riders found Chuck dying of thirst. No horse, no water. And you ain't denying it. What's the use of denying it? It's Chuck's words against mine. Chuck's got the ears of a hound dog and the whole
0: town will believe him. Uh, of
3: course we believe
0: Now you, you know men stand you back.
3: Stand far. back, oh, I tell you. Boat.
0: If Chuck had died, it'd be different. But we can't hang Larrabee for murder. Besides which, Chuck got his horse back, found it straggling in the desert. So we can't hang him for horse thieving either. I said
3: stand back, everybody. There's to be no smoke here. And that means you too, brothers. But me? I ain't even touched
0: my
2: holster. If Hawk done a thing like that to a half-blind little gent like Chuck Luck Jones, I wouldn't never speak to him myself again. You heard that, Hawk.
0: I heard it,
3: President. If you don't want to be dancing there, Larrabee, you
0: better slope fast. And never show your face in this town again. Don't go away, partner, we're telling you why. There's more to this story than meets with the eye. Come along, folks, and listen first. Here's Hawk Larrabee with the tale to tell. Come a tie-eye, yippee-yippee-eye, yippee-eye, yeah eye yippee
1: When I walked out of the gold bar house, I thought that crowd would throw a shot or two between my shoulder blades. But no one followed me for the simple reason that the town marshal stood at the door and held him back. One woozy cowboy managed to throw a bottle which whizzed past me and smashed against the water trough. I was sure at the lowest spot a man ever reached without a friend in the world. Not even that one-time bandit, Brazos John.
0: Oh, wait a minute.
1: I turned around. There was Brazos following me. We looked at each other like two roosters priming themselves for a good fight. And Brazos took a few steps toward me.
2: I want to talk to you, Hulk. Thought it was adios between you and me, Brazos. And there's something else between me and you that I ain't forgot. A while back, this whole town figured that I'd the brands on a stray cow. And there wasn't a man-jack on the whole darn range that believed me. Except you. I'm not asking you to believe anything, President. Didn't say I was believing you against Chuck O'Luck. Not yet. But look, Hawk, there's a way I'm going to prove you innocent. You wouldn't leave that half-blind Chuck O'Luck out there in the desert to dry up like a trumped on toad frog without you had some reason.
1: This whole town thinks it knows the reason. Chuck found some more specimens which the assayer judged high grade. He was heading out to stake his claim when this trick was played on him.
2: And whoever played the trick was a claim jumper. Ain't that reasonable? And you're figuring I'm the claim jumper. No, that's just it. Suppose the claim jumper figured Chuck Luck was dead of thirst and couldn't tell no tales. Well, he'd ride right straight from the diggings to the recorder's office to post his location notice.
1: I see what you're driving at. The recorder, Slim Barker, he'll tell us.
2: Come on, Hawk. Recorder's office just across the street. That's where we'll get it the truth.
1: It was a good feeling to know one man in town who refused to believe anything bad about me. Brazos was so anxious to get the proof of my innocence that he ran ahead of me and rushed into Slim Barker's office like a road agent holding up the works. I got in there as the recorder was looking through his files and talking.
4: Right, location notice right here. Hawk Larrabee brought in himself. Hawk who? Why, you just a triple-plated lars Slim Barker. Liar, you call me. Well, who else would be filing location notice for Larrabee if it weren't him? Read that paper. Yeah.
3: Uh,
4: notice is hereby given
2: the undersigned citizen of the USA has this day located and claimed the following described placer mining Let me Grounded see that paper, Brazos. Yeah. It's signed Hawk Larrabee. And it's your own handwriting. Just like on your bills of sale for cows. Yeah, it looks like my signature. Who gave you this notice, Barker? Oh,
4: you did. What are you asking fool questions for? When did I give it to you? Last Tuesday. There's the date on the notice. You came as I was closing up for the night. But I filed it for a list. I'm still calling you a Wait, table for
1: now you listen, Slim. Let's hear that again. You say I gave you this notice. Yeah,
4: and you gave it fast, and then turned and walked off. Maybe you figured I wouldn't recognize you, but uh, there was still enough light. I see better than Chuckaluck. Well, ain't you denying it, Hawk?
1: I I want to find Chuckaluck Jones first.
4: Hope you're satisfied now, brothers. Huh. You sure picked a seventeen-button rattler for a partner.
2: No, I ain't satisfied. Wait, Hawk. I'm coming. Still willing to be seen walking with me, brothers? Well, maybe yes and maybe no. What you want to find Chuck luck To twist his leather neck until he squawks the truth, that's what. Well, then... Then you telling me that you didn't file that location notice? What do you think? Well, throat's kind of alkalized for talking. I need me a drink. That's Jake with me. We'll step into the gold bar. Fuck, if you go in there, that crowd will make a lead pig out of you. I'll have my gun out and you'll be behind me. Or will you? Well, Hawk, you, you approve the slimiest two-spot lizard on this range, I won't walk with you or drink with you or even talk to you. But I sure will fight for you. Then come on. into the gold
3: bar.
0: Enter the million, and out comes his gun with the
1: flourish. I'm looking for Chuckaluck Jones.
2: He ain't here. And what you're indicating that gun at me for.
1: And if he's not here, I'm talking to you. Every man in this cantina, every man in this town is going to hear it before I'm through. One of the big cow outfits hired Chuckaluck Jones to make up this gauzy yarn about me.
2: Well, well, listen, Hawk, that, that don't match up with what we just found out at the land office. Everything will match up when Chuckaluck tells the truth. If he doesn't tell it, I'll blast it out of him with this gun. Oh, now, Hawk, I'm objecting to that. Little Chocoluck's a friend of mine. Besides, he's half blind. That don't change him. Being a slimy little snake will do anything for money. Even cold-decked me,
1: the best friend he ever had.
2: If you came in here looking for Chocoluck, you're wasting your time. No one in here will tell you where he is. You don't have
1: to tell me. I know where to find him.
2: Come on, Brazos. He'll be in his shack at sundown cooking his evening bait. Wait just a minute, Hawk. If you go shoving a poor little coot like Chocoluck around and threatening to smoke him up, well, then I am through.
1: I don't need your help, Brazos. I can handle that little centipede alone.
3: One moment, Mr. Larrabee. My good friend, wait.
5: Ah, double bubble, toil and trouble. Mind if I walk with you, my good friend? Still calling me your friend, Crane? To be or not to be, that is the question. It depends upon a point of honor, sir. You, uh, you're not really going to hurt little Chuckaluck Jones, are you? Not if he tells the truth. And if he sticks to this tale told by an idiot. Then I'll... No, I won't hurt him. I blew up when I was facing
1: that crowd in the gold bar. Didn't think what I was saying. Of course I won't hurt a half-blind little
5: shorthorn like Chuckaluck. Then blow winds and crack your cheeks. The point is settled. I'm your friend. Uh, shall we plan to travel to San Francisco together? We could start tonight at sundown. No, because a little after sundown. I'm going to
1: Luck's shack on Skull Flats. And I'm not leaving until I find out the truth. And after that, the you After that, someone's going to get run out of this town in a pine box. Spout some Shakespeare about that, Mr.
5: Crane. I shall. And all our yesterdays have lighted fools the way... To Dusty Death.
1: Those words of the broken-down actor Edwin Crane kept ringing in my ears as I waited for dusk to come to Skull Flats. It was a forking of the trails in my life. What I was doing was plenty drastic, taking the bull by the horns and a longhorn bull at that. Dusty Death. That was what was in the air as I started walking to Chuckaluck's tar-papered Shack.
0: I hear him coming now, gents. I don't hear nothing. Yes, I do. Why, he's walking.
2: Walking instead of riding. Should have had his horse ready for
0: sloping. He won't be sloping nowhere if he touches Chuckaluck. You go in your shack, Chuck. Light a lantern so's he can see you.
3: Uh, but what if he takes a pot shot at me through the window?
0: Out into that the minute a slaps leather. Get behind this rain barrel, Brazos, and keep low. There's still some red light in the sky.
2: Just the right light for sharpshoot.
0: Here he comes. He's drawn his gun. He's going to throw a shot through the window.
2: No, he ain't.
0: Put your hands up, Hulk. All the air, Larby. What you talking about, Blinktop? My head stays
5: where it is and there's a gun in
2: it. Don't walk out in the open, Brazos. I ain't going to be bluffed this easy.
5: Remember what I said, Brazos. If you come a step closer, I'll shoot.
2: Well, I'm coming, Hulk.
5: Stay back, Brazos. I'm warning Stop. Stop.
2: My, my hand. Where'd that shot come from? Not from me. Hold up. It come from over yonder behind that water trough. Don't pick up that gun, Larry. Now, maybe I'll put up your hands. I I can't. My hand A slug smashed it. His gun <laughs> hand's cooking blood. It wasn't <laughs> me that threw that shot, Hawk. Well, you ain't acting like Hawk Larrabee whimpering that way. The
0: man who shot you is hiding behind that water trough. Find out who it is, brothers, while I doctor up this vomit.
2: It ain't necessary. He's standing up behind a trough coming in. It... Why... Why, it's Hawk. That's Hawk Larry. What are you talking about? Here's Hawk, right here. somebody been feeding me loco, wheat. I'm seeing double. It's two, Hawk. You're
5: right, brothers.
1: There's two of us. Me and this imitation hawk are in a hand.
0: Well, I'll... I'll be hornswoggled. I can't believe my eyes. Hey, hey Chuckle up. Bring that
2: lantern out here. Uh, Coming, here, I know there's something wrong about this sniveling
3: coyote here. Uh, what's happened, Top?
0: I don't know. We come here to protect you from Hawk Larrabee, and we find two of them. Hold that lantern here to his face. Come on, sit up, hombre. Turn your face so as I can see it.
1: Pretty good makeup. Long nose, wig. And this tall,
0: peaked sombrero, I, I could have sworn it was you, Larrabee. Uh,
3: but uh, just who
1: is it? The man it? who stole my saddle horse and rode out to the desert to steal your water, Chuck. He's the man who forged my name to your location notice.
3: Yes, but his voice, it was you.
1: There's one man in this town who can imitate my voice and any other voices he has a mind to. He was paid to impersonate me and play that trick on you, so I'd be kicked off this range. Yes, but I can't see him. Who is
0: it? Wait till I take off this putty from his nose, then we'll see. I
1: knew this was the man hired to frame me because he had money for drinks for the first time in a month. You slipped up doing that, Mr.
0: Crane. What? It's Edwin Crane, not that play actor. Well, I'll be good, gosh darn. But if you knew this whizzer was being pulled on you, Larrabee, why didn't you come and tell me? Oh, believe me.
1: The only man on this range who would have believed me was Brezos John, but I was afraid he'd start shooting before I had this lizard
0: trapped. But you announced in the gold bar that you was coming up here to give little Chuck a luck a laugh.
1: I wanted Crane to impersonate me again so we would get him red-handed. When he heard me threatening to kill Chuck, it was his chance to do some shooting and get me blamed for it.
5: Please, please, gentlemen. I am not well. My very life blood is heavy. <laughs> what are you gentlemen going to do with
0: me? Get you to a bunk and call a medical to fix that wound.
5: Oh, it is not as wide as a barn door, nor deep as a well, but twill serve, twill serve. For this relief, much thanks. It is bitter cold, and I am sick at heart. You should be.
1: It was Rance Doxy who paid you to do this, wasn't it?
5: I. Me poverty, but not me will, consented. You can't talk any other
1: way, can you, even when you're hurt?
5: All the world's a stage, and all the men and women merely play us. They have their exits and their entrances, and one man in his time plays many parts. Believe me, gentlemen, this has been the bitterest role of all, and I am undone. Gentlemen, herewith cracks... A noble heart. I know a little Shakespeare myself. The
1: quality of mercy is not strained. It falleth as a gentle rain from heaven. You, you mean? I mean, there's nothing you can hold Crane on, is there, Bleak Top? Well, now, I don't you rightly know. And since well, he was I... whipsawed into this, maybe he'd better just hit the trail for Frisco. Alone and fast.
5: Hark! I called the world to witness what a noble heart beats here. I thank you, me noble friend. But as for Rance Doxy, the whole range is
1: going to hear about this. But you
0: can't go gunning for him, Hawk. He didn't kill Chuckaluck, and he sent one of his
2: riders to save him. Sure, he wanted Chuck alive so he could tell this dern story. And to think it, I nearly believed it. Hawk, I guess I was loco. Huh? Can you forgive me? Sure, brothers. You tried your best to believe in me.
1: I guess I didn't help you any. Well, then, we we're still partners? Sure, we're partners. Ryan and Titan.
2: Well, then, it's all right.
1: Well, then, as Crane might say, all's well that ends well.
2: It's a mighty wide loop that Hawk be throws, but it's all well that ends
1: well, as the old saying goes.